Thank you for joining the EFBC Betting and Financial Podcast, where uh, the object of always all the podcasts is to make me money, either through advertising, through uh, collaborating with different folks who really know how to bet and give me insight so I can make money. Uh, because we're not hypocritical, right? Like a lot of athletes say, oh, I want to get close to my family. Oh, uh, I'm doing it for the people. No, you're doing it for the money. You're doing it for yourself. And that's the purpose of the podcast. Second purpose of the podcast is for you, though. As I move on in my journey, as I become a better version of myself, uh, I want you to do the same and make money watching and betting on games. It's not just uh, giving a man a fish, it's teaching him how to fish. So on this podcast, we give you business and financial strategies, concepts, maxims, right? That you can translate to the sports betting world and make money, right? And today's uh, theme is arbitrage. What arbitrage says, and I have, uh, two MBAs and I have securities licenses. And the same way you invest in a stock, it's the same way you invest in the outcome of a football game or a uh, major league playoffs or the NBA finals. Same way, same methodology. And here we use decision science. And we've gotten to the point here where everybody on the podcast is now trained or soon to be trained in decision science. So they know what it is and they know what it does. And what it does is make you money, right? So for the last 12 years, uh, my wife has used exclusively the Bitcoin card to pay for gas. And that's uh, tracked it, it's up to $32,000. So that's the, the purpose. Every business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome. And that's the purpose of the podcast. And those are the outcomes we give. We also have podcasts uh, when things come up in these crazy times of pandemics and social unrest and uh, recession. And we're going to get another recession after the election. Uh, we give mental health first aid kits, information. My wife's been a psychotherapist for 18 years. So we all, all have to have basic mental health skills to be able to help ourselves and the people around us when they uh, have warning signs, all right? So let's look at this year. This year we are at 64%. The Sharks in Vegas are usually about 59%. David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, he was 59% as a hedge fund manager. He ended up with $3 billion. Two, he used on the Panthers, one he kept. So we're at 64%, which is very, very good. We want to get to 70%. 64.5% last year would have made us $140,000 uh, in the Super Contest in Vegas. And uh, so we're very, very, very fortunate and lucky and good that we can do that. You make more money using the Hawthorne effect, which is you go through uh, wagers and the ones you got wrong, 
you analyze those, right? Because that's how you get better. So if you're a 50% better and use the Hawthorne effect and you improve 10, 20%, that's above the 52.5%, which is break even. And you want to be between 52.5 and 70%, right? And that's what the object and the purpose of everything we say on the podcast is for that. So on this podcast, it's going to be a wrap up. We're going to go through each game, uh, what we thought, what happened, and moving forward on the big NFL podcast is where I go deep into the Hawthorne Effect games that I got wrong, that I should have gotten right in the wise. And everybody else on the, on the podcast cast does that as well. So Miami plus four under 50. Uh, I nailed that game. Uh, Flores had his team ready to play. And conversely, uh, Marone, he beats his teams up to death. He's big into that. He has a depleted roster, but he doesn't change, right? These Coughlin guys do not change. They do it no matter what. Uh, so they lost. And it was under 50 points because the guys are tired. There's no way they were going to get up to 50 points. New England, uh, Gruden in the second year of his program, going up to uh, Belichick, who's been there forever, won six Super Bowls. Uh, he has the team the way he wants it. And they can turn the offense, the heat, the way they want. He has a quarterback he wants that fits that kind of defense. If you can make three first downs with your legs, you can win 75% of the time. That's why Cam Newton is there. All right. Uh, the Rams covered the plus four. Uh, and, and this is one, uh, I'll have it in the next podcast, the, the big podcast, but my big Hawthorne effect is that I am living in the past. This is 2020, not 2019. And the NFL has turned into the big 12. So, that under 48, that was a bad pick through and through. Uh, it was a shootout between Josh Allen and Goff, right? The sun rises in the west and sets in the east. I know that Jared Goff does not, but uh, that was one of his things. Pittsburgh, uh, teams that are defensive teams uh, usually do not cover, all right? Uh, but they did this time. Pittsburgh covered the minus three, which we thought, again, what I got wrong was the over-under. Uh, the NFL turned into the Big 12, so you got conservative-type coaches like O'Brien and Tomlin going over, right? And why do I focus so much on the coaches, right? Because in uh, stocks, when you're, when you're buying stocks, and there's guys that are all fundamental analysis. There are guys that are all technical analysis. There are guys that are a combination of both, right? And there's guys who are neither. I'm all of the above. But in football, I'm big into fundamental analysis. It says that if you study the corporate governance of uh, a team, uh, of a company, right, you get insight whether you should invest in that stock or not. So that's why I talk a lot about the coaches, especially in football, college football, they control a lot. That being said, uh, Tomlin and O'Brien went over, which usually doesn't happen. 28-21, touchdowns, not field goal, guys. So that's pretty good. Same thing happened with San Francisco and the Giants. They went over the 42 for the same reasons, right? It, this is a turn into the Big 12. Uh, same thing with Minnesota. So you see the correlation? I made the same mistake three times in a row. So this week I'm going the other way. That's why we have such a high percentage that's uh, bigger than the sharps and we give you better information than what you have to pay for. So you, all you have to do is listen to the podcast, 
follow us on Twitter and you do not have to pay a handicap for 400 bucks a month to get good picks. All right. Washington, another uh, correlation mistake I made. Uh, not necessarily a mistake, right? It's an observation. I have been 26-0 with analytic teams. And the analytic teams this year are Cleveland, uh, Carolina. They just said, hey, we're going to go full-on analytics. And I bet against them for those reasons. But you never bet blindly on any theory. Uh, number two rule of betting is always do your research. Uh, but, again, I miss the over-under. So that's one, two, three, four over-unders I got. And remember, uh, we finished 18 and 12, 60%, which is great. It's profit over 52.5, right? But then you go and you see and you do pattern recognition, right? So the two terms you can take away from a business financial prospects of that that relate to sports betting are arbitrage right and pattern recognition so you notice the patterns right i picked uh four unders that i should have picked over so that's four and then the two analytic teams is six so uh last week i very well could have been 24 and six right a lot more money, right? Because I bet a thousand dollars a game, so that that could have been a lot more money. So we look for every week is different, right? It's like shuffling the deck, but we learn from our mistakes to be able to monetize them. Okay, so that's why this wrap up is so important for you to make money and for me to make money. Atlanta did not cover, but they did go over, right? Uh, the LA Chargers against an analytic team. And one correlation is that both Ron Rivera and Anthony Lynn are two coaches in their first year or second year. And they're, they're very, very conservative and they have young quarterbacks and they lost the analytic teams, which I had been formerly 26 and Noah. All right. Uh, and it stayed under and I thought it was going to go over. Uh, Charger starting quarterback was not there. So analytic teams, conservative, right? And Matt Rule, a lot of Matt Rule games are going to go under, right? Because he's a defensive Penn State guy through and through. So look for uh, Matt Rule games to go over. And I think Matt Rule is a smart guy as opposed to Matt Patricia. who doesn't. Who, if you listen to Matt Patricia, he does not know. And I know this as an NBA as a guy who uh, has a client that works for a baseball team that won a playoff game today in the analytics department. No, she, she is a consultant and she gets paid. She gets hired by the team. She has a World Series ring. But analytics, she says analytics do not work in football, right? Because uh, eliminating variables and covariance ensures a result. And there's just too many variables in football for analytics to work, all right? Uh, but it's more like the Chargers lost the game rather than the Panthers won it, to be honest. So very, very interesting. All right, so the Jets, how bad are the Jets, right? Uh, they're a professional football team. And I think they're going to cover on this Thursday, but they didn't. They had a horrible game. And again, another game that you had two bad teams. You thought they were protected defenses. 
being that keep it under, it went over. So that's five unders that adjusting my philosophy, uh, I, can, I, I can have a big week. Then you have Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, minus five versus Detroit. Detroit's another analytic team. Matt Patricia does not know what he's doing. So he wins that game. Uh, it was a revenge game from last year, but it stayed under for me using my former philosophy of uh, uh, we had it at 55. So it stayed under 55, and they beat the Arizona Cardinals outright. Uh, it's one of those things uh, – you always have to, another important maxim in sports betting is that you always have to differentiate, right, between where you got the process wrong and you made a bad pick and you made a correct pick, right? or made a wrong pick as well, right? But you use the process right. It's always gonna be a 20% luck factor. And the highest probability you can know anything in this crazy uncertain world is 80%, right? So that's why we know, you know, somebody says they have an average over 80%, you have to, you have to be spectac uh, skeptical and then think about the luck factor, right? So Arizona, two analytic teams, one. So that's eight right there, right? Uh, but I didn't have that knowledge. I didn't have those nuggets, right, to look at. Uh, but if I did, if I overanalyzed or I had time or I didn't have three businesses or a wife and had all this time to analyze all this, uh, that's two wins there. But I don't think it was realistic. One game... I crushed and it was all over and really an, an easy game to pick was Tampa Bay, uh, over 43 and the second, uh, half line, uh, uh Denver's a, a de depleted team and the, and the Tom Brady offense that he gets from Michigan is predicated on wearing teams down for the second half. So you knew I was going to work against Denver and it did and the game went over and I want three sides of that bet. So that was three. Uh, wins there to kind of mitigate uh, the problems. So even if you got the game right, you got to analyze it to see why you got it right. Or was it that you got the process wrong and you got lucky? Or was it that you had the process down, you prepared and you got it right? Uh, Seattle minus the... Uh, let me make sure I track that game correctly. Because I know I was happy all the time watching that game. I was very happy with the way uh, the way it, things were handled by Seattle and by Pete Carroll and the way he's adjusting to what's going on. You always got to double check. That's why tracking and having people help you track is so important in betting. And you have to track your bets to find out who's on first, what exactly happened, right? So your Seattle Seahawks covered 38-31. So uh, 
they covered the five points and it went over 56. You can see that coming. Um, McCarthy knows how to score with Dallas. Uh, something going on with uh, Jerry Jones and Dak. We've got to figure that out. But they scored a lot of points. It's not his fault. It's really the defense fault. Uh, that zone defense Dallas is trying to run isn't working. Green Blade plus four, over 52. Again, another easy game. Uh, Sean Payton doesn't get his team all off the vanilla uh, scripts, especially when it's a non-division opponent. So you know those games are going to go over. And then a, a team, up-and-coming team that looks tight, the Green Bay, is going to cover the spread. And then good old Andy Reid, plus four. Andy Reid uh, had nowhere to go during the pandemic other than watch film. And the secondary of the Ravens was ravished and hurt. And Lamar Jackson's a thrower, not a passer. And he's in his second year, third year. I don't know how he can read defenses, but not as good as Mahomes. So totally that was Kansas City under the 55. So we look forward. Uh, listen to the next podcast as we're going to give you the winners for next week, learning the lessons from week three. So we always close with something that I live by. It's something that works for me. And it's that what Winston Churchill said in second, the Second World War, we make a living from our labor. But we make a life from what we give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Betting and Financial Podcast. As always, Josh was making you that money. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. <clears throat> and they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN Betting and team report podcast that helps us make 70 to 80 percent of your bets now download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started my brothers that's why this one cost us eight hundred dollars and that goes to us and i don't know what that cost i'm just shaking the word that's why i'm wearing the shoes